We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. In 2003, Nike signed 13-year-old Freddie Adu to a seven-figure contract. But Freddie didn't live up to the hype. He has turned down every single documentary project looking closely at the details of his career. Until now. People are going to look at everything you did because of the hype surrounding your arrival and what they think you can be. I'm Grant Wall, and this is American Prodigy, Freddie Adu, from Blue Wire Podcasts. Welcome, welcome to the Miami Heat Heat Live Free Agency Podcast. I'm your host, Giancarlo Navas. And with me today on stream here on twitch.tv slash MIAHeepy. You'll also find this on our YouTube channel, Miami Heat Beat on YouTube. And also, if you're listening to this on our podcast feed on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your podcast, you listen to us there the next day. But right now, we're live on twitch.tv slash MIAHeepy. On the bottom of the screen, you have our 2K coach, Frankie G. What it do, baby? On the left of me, we have our draft expert, Alex. I need a better name for you other than draft expert. Well, we got, I mean, we got- I was just working on it. The people voted on my new Twitter handle. Uh, so I went with Alex Musabai, my name. But people in high school used to call me Moose. So, you know, whatever you guys want to go with. The Moose, Alex Musabai here. It's going to be doing a lot of stuff with Heat Beat. Uh, so we're here. We're ready. And we're ready to talk some free agency and kind of explain to you what the hell's going on. Um, so I guess I don't even know where we start. Do we start with 
I guess we have to start with Myers Leonard, right? So Myers Leonard gets this this two year contract. It's about nine to ten million. It was a nine million year. Mm-hmm. First year, um, yeah. Yeah. So the way that this works is that Myers, you know, when you automatically sign a one year deal with a team option, you know, that triggers a no trade clause, right? So it's not that Myers Leonard goes to the Heat. Hey guys, I, I really want a no trade clause. Um. You know, it's just a, a permutation of the salary cap. So he signs the one year. There's a no trade clause automatically, and they signed Goran to an eight, a one, like a, essentially a one year, eighteen million dollar deal with a team option in the second deal that they will very much decline. Um, as you can see on our on the right of the screen, we have a, a little free agency ticker and uh, Leif of Five Reasons and Clutch NBA reported. Uh, that you know he'd have to move quickly to replace Jay Crowder if he moves to Dallas, LA Clippers, or LA Lakers, uh, as they just reported. So, I think the Myers and the Jay thing have to be looked at kind of at the same time, right, Frankie? Because we look at this weird contract for Myers Leonard, and at first it's like, well, okay, I mean, they they between him and Iguodala and 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 Kelly Olynyk and the seven point might. Trade exception, you know, they, they almost get $40 million in expiring money or, or basically free money that comes off the books in 2021 that, you know, a team like Houston, for example, you know, with a cheap ass owner who's broke, you know, might, <laughs> might, might find that appealing with some draft picks and some young players that are under very inexpensive contracts like Tyler Hero or, 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 or Kendrick Dunn or something like that. So, but if they can't really move Myers that easily, you know, the deal becomes a little confusing and Part of it maybe they just needed to get into the over the cap to operate as an over the cap team with the exceptions because if they didn't feel confident in Jay Crowder coming back to give them that money, you know that that might be it. Yeah, so um, the Myers deal definitely caught me off guard, uh, but you know it's Andy Ellisberg; he knows what the fuck he's doing. Nobody knows the salary cap better than him. So I'm sure um, a lot of people are speculating that. Uh, you know, the, the Heat went to Myers and said, hey, we're going to give you a little bit more than market value your first year. Uh, and, you know, you if we do find a deal for you to, to move on, we'll, we'll, you know, you help us out because we overpaid for you. Uh, and, and you know, uh, if all else fails next year, you know, they can guarantee that year for him. Uh, but I, I think it, it was definitely with the mindset of, uh, you know, we need, we need to put in some more money into some bit players uh, with expiring deals, uh, so they they are flexible with trades because they're right now they're they're only like big money deals. Uh, you know, if they move on from Kevin uh, or Andre now, they they only have Goron and and Jimmy, and you're not moving to either of those guys. So chat's asking, you know, you know, we can't trade Leonard. A bunch of caps and exclamation points and question marks. <laughs> if no one was offering him any money, we can't trade him. Why did we? Lo- why didn't we lowball? And I guess the thinking is, if you, if you want to trade him next season, you could pick up his team option and then move him. You can't trade him this season, but you can next season, right? So I guess the idea is, well, at least we have this salary, right? Because at the end of the day, we have to understand that he's cap situation. Goron had a $28 million cap hold. So you had to sign Goron first because the Heat only had about $22 million in cap space, give or take whatever Precious's guaranteed salary is going to be. So the Heat really had fake cap space because let's what you have the, the whatever the 20, $22 million 
in space, you have to sign Goran first because literally you cannot sign any other players because you're now over the salary cap. So you sign Goran first as $18 million offer, and that doesn't leave you a lot of salary left. You're not going to sign Danilo Gallinari with that salary. You're not going to sign many guys, right? Especially guys that want years. So the idea is, well, we'll just sign Myers over the cap. We'll keep our guy because why not? And then we'll just use the biannual exception or the mid-level exception, right? The thing you can now say is, wait a second. Why didn't we just use the remainder on like a guy like Wes Matthews who took three point, what is it, $6 million with the Lakers, right? Because, I mean, Goran's at figures at 18, that leaves you about three. I mean, it's still not enough. You get what I mean? Like, Goran's yeah. figures at 18, you're capped at like $20 million. So with that two to $3 million, it's not going to be much more than your biannual exception or your mid-level exception. So if you're operating as a franchise, you're like, well, I'm going to lose this cap space for nothing because I really can't use it. And they're so far away from the hard cap and the luxury tax that it really doesn't matter. So at least by giving Myers that contract, you have something. Even if he opts out, even if you if you decline it or whatever, you have something in case you need it. Because if not, that cap space goes to waste. So it's essentially them just paying Myers money for no reason. Because it, it would appear that Jay did not want to be here. Yeah, Jay, Jay wanted to lock up some years, uh, it seems like. He he wants the role. He wants the years. And he also hasn't gotten paid. In, uh, you know, every, when he was in Boston and got that, that four-year deal, everyone was talking about Jay has the, the, like the biggest bargain in, in the NBA. Um, and, he, you know, he's just got off that contract. He's trying to get a little bit of money because uh, this is going to be his last, last big deal. So it makes sense for him. You can't you can't fault the guy. I never fault the guy for trying to get paid uh, and get security for himself. So I'm I not just, mad at him about it. I just want people yeah. to understand because, like, I, I Alex, like, I felt when it first happened. Obviously, we're all just like, "What the fuck is going on?" Right. Yeah. But if with the idea that Jay Crowder is probably not going to be here and didn't want to be here, all of a sudden the deal makes a lot more sense. Absolutely. I mean the the deal. Like you said, make made so much more sense when we started this stream. Um, what what I do want to say though, just going back a little bit, I don't think it's so much like Frankie said that he didn't want to be here. It's like he was trying to secure those years. I don't think he's ever been more, uh, for a lack of a better word, maybe popular or whatever. Like the bubble, the bubble was a huge showcase for him in many many ways. And uh, and you know, wherever he ends up, he's going to be a great guy. But um, but with that said. I, I, this is the brilliance of Andy Ellsberg, and I'm glad that they were able to find a way to at least bring back a piece and a piece that let's not forget is going to be a huge presence in the locker room. Uh, you know, Jimmy loves him. Like there's, there's really no downside to this move in my opinion, especially no one know now. Yeah. I mean, it, it just seems like the heat are not budging on the multiple years thing with, with Jay, right? So like this been reporting with Leif and, and clutch NBA, uh, who are, you know, their, their reporting has been pretty unassailable, right? So those are guys that we know, you know, are, are pretty plugged in and, and and we know that that they have good information. So going by that, you gotta pivot to Gallinari at this point. Jeremy Grant, I don't I, I don't think that the Heat are gonna be in the market for him. He's gonna take more money in Denver. The Heat only have the, the MLE to offer. And I think, 
Yeah, we can still get. So chat's asking. They could still get Gallinari. You you can pay him. The Myers Leonard contract does not affect their Gallinari money because Myers Leonard's was signed with bird rights that they could not use that money for literally anything else. I need I need everybody in chat and everybody listening to this podcast or watching it on YouTube to understand the money that they gave Myers Leonard was money that would otherwise not be used for anything else given their cap situation, particularly because of Goran's $28 million cap hold that made the order of operations on this day weird. The Heat had fake ass cap space. Because once they had, once that Goran, it's just fake. The cap hold was larger than their cap space. And once you sign Goran to that big figure that everyone knew that they were going to sign him to, it all of a sudden then shrinks the space that you had into something that you can't realistically sign a free agent. It's like two to three, four million dollars. You're not going to sign anybody with that. And your biannual exception is already at 3.6. And they can use that while they're over the salary cap. So, like, I just want everybody to understand that does not affect their Gallinari chances. Now, I imagine the Heat are going to be a lot more aggressive talking to Gallinari. Gallinari has still not made a decision. He's, you know, that he can still sign and trade for Gallinari because they're very much well away from the hard cap. So you get hard capped for two, for, for a couple of reasons. In the Heat situation, you get hard cap when you use your full mid-level exception. So if you use all, I think if you use over $5.7 million of your mid-level exception, you get hard capped, which the hard cap is at $136 million. The Heat right now sit at $109 million, right? So the Heat are right at the cap. The cap is at $109. The Heat are at $109. The hard cap is $136, right? So, and, and... well, I think they're a little bit above because of Precious's contract, but they're right at they're right above the salary cap. The hard cap's at 136. So you can still realistically do a sign and trade for Gallinari if that if Gallinari wants more money for one year. The issue is him extending into multiple years after that. That because the Heat don't seem to budge on that. So what you can do with the sign and trade is you can non-guarantee the second year. I'm not sure Gallinari would go down guarantee the second year, but anything is possible and the Heat seem very aggressive. So if they want to give Gallinari a nice big ass contract, they can. Because they'll and they will comfortably be able to under the hard cap. And I think, Frankie, they have what, two roster spots left? Yeah, I think so. I think uh, they uh they're expected to bring back Gabe Vincent. Um he signed his quali- qualifying offer for the two-way player uh today so it's expected i mean they're gonna need bodies for for covid uh for a covid shortened season i expect them to, to like try to sign as many guys that know the system already it's not gonna be a g league not gonna be a summer league uh so you know you're gonna get guys that are already familiar with the system um and and like you said they have options they can and one of the things you know we, we talked about Wes Matthews earlier that he did sign for only 3.6, 3.7 million with Lakers, but he's probably going to start for them. Roll has a big deal, has a, uh, a lot of value for those guys, especially the guys signing short deals, trying to uh, prove something. And right now you have a spot, you have a, a guard spot or a forward spot, depending how you want to play. Worst case scenario, Myers, Slotting next to Bam isn't a bad option. Kelly slotting next to Bam isn't a bad option. That yeah, uh, Myers was the starting center for one of the best lineup regular lineups all season, and then when the playoffs start, not play him, and that's not a big deal. This is not a basketball thing, though. Like, let's make this clear. This is not a Myers Leonard is not a basketball thing. Maybe they'll start him at times, but I mean, in the playoffs, when when it's not cutting time, Myers Leonard's not going to see the court. I think we saw that pretty clearly this year. Uh, and I think we know, you know, that that's just not going to do it for them. 
Yeah, I totally agree. Um, but I do think there is going to be a role for him at the start of this season. Uh, you know, Frankie brought up a great point, not just the COVID situation. That's going to be an issue for every team this year. But, um, you know, although Bam is young, this quick turnaround time, at least for me personally, I don't want these guys to be hitting the ground running the way that they normally do on a regular year, you know, and the same goes for Bam. I know he's got fresh legs, but that, that last run that everyone had, that's going to take a toll. So I want Myers Leonard who didn't get many minutes there towards the end. He should be a big player at the early start. I think just had some minutes at the, the, the season. So there is going to be a role for all these guys. And, and like Frankie said, especially when you're taking a, a shorter year deal and a shorter value on your, on your, on your price, you want a higher role. So that way you can capitalize on it the next off season. So, you know, again, this is, I said it earlier, this is the brilliance of Andy Ellsberg and, and um, I'm, I'm excited. We, we do have options moving forward. Heat fans need to understand that Andy Ellsberg knows what the fuck he's doing. No I question. We need, we need to, we need to stop and abandon this idea that, that Andy doesn't know what he's doing because they gave James Johnson a four year contract. I think that, <laughs> I think that that needs to go out the window, right? As much yeah. as I scratch my head at the Myers contract, listen, I'm not a Myers Leonard fan. Everybody knows this. I've made fun of him on the show many times. It makes sense given what they did. And, and Goran, I think that was inevitable. We all knew. And, and Jimmy loves him and Jimmy loves Myers. And you know, th- I don't yes, think that's does. a small part of this either. I think no. you got to make your yeah. star happy. Gotta let's not forget go. let's not forget they, they kind of came in together and at the end of the year the, he made a very very clear point that he wants specific people he said he wants everyone back but he was very clear about you know Drogic and Myers he felt like those were his guys in the locker room that were really helping him keep it together from day one and you know there's there's really no price you can put on that type so, yeah, uh, no, and so I remember remember when they both got here, Myers was his uh, 3 a.m. practice buddy before Hero joined the team. Uh, and and that, <laughs> that, 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 that's a big reason. Like, they, they built a bond. And, and even when Myers wasn't uh, playing a lot in the, in the postseason, playing at all, he was a great teammate. He was, you saw him cheering on, yelling coverages, calling screens out uh, from the sidelines. And he, you don't have to do that. But you're doing that shows that you're a teammate. And uh, and like Karmic Bead seven one nine three on on uh, the t- Twitch stream says uh, Myers didn't get to properly rehab that ankle injury because of what happened with COVID. He got. Again, I'm not here, down. but Frankie, I'm not here to like give a basketball explanation to why they kept Myers Leonard. They're probably going to start him at center next to Bam unless they get a guy like Ibaka. Which, by the way, I mean the Heat are going to still be in the running for Ibaka. They're still going to be in the running for Gallo. They're still going to be in the running for these guys. I mean, losing Wes Matthews hurt. That was a guy that I really liked. They're going to be in the running for guys like Aaron Baines. Like you know, they're gonna the Heat are going to have the juice to get some of those other deals done. Myers does not stop that from happening. We welcome in. Uh, on the bottom of the screen, on the bottom right here, producer and co-founder Brian Goins. Okay, Brian's muted. By producer is not producing. He's uh, he's back. <laughs> now we, go. now we got him. We got him. We got him. I was about to say. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, come yeah on, Brian, we're just making risotto. Oh, well, I, don't, I didn't ask that. You you were late. We have to start without that's, you. That's, that, that's my reason. For Hashtag we have enough. Uh, chat's asking about Ibaka. I mean, let me. We don't know. Ibaka's still on the longest flight ever, as he tweeted. I heard he has like <laughs> ten offers. Is that true? Yeah, of he course he does. 
He's a unicorn center who could shoot and protect the rim and dive and screen well and switch. He's awesome. Of course everybody wants him. I saw him in the chat. And he has a ring, so and he's made a lot of money. So you know what I mean? It's uh he's uh he's in the unique position. I saw in the chat you were asking for precious the salary. Did you still need that? Yeah, I, I would like that. Because the Heat are at 109 right now at their salary number without Precious. So I'm kind of curious as to what Precious yeah, Precious's I'll number out. is. I'll find out. Okay, Brian, Brian, Brian's going to hashtag always be produced in. Uh, AC3R6 on chat is asking, who do you guys want if you could pick the one player that is realistic and fits in the Heat starting five? Listen, I've been so consistent that it's Gallinari. I think that he addresses a lot of their needs. The only need he doesn't address is the point of attack defense, which I just don't think that they're going to find in free agency. Uh, I saw some people tweeting earlier today that Wes Matthews could be that solution. He's just not that quick to stay in front of point guards. Again, hurts to lose him, especially that you don't keep Jay. You know, not having Wes is a killer, you know, because you want that perimeter defender. Uh, but if they get Gallinari, this is an improvement. If they can sign Gallinari this offseason, the team is better. He's a better player than Jay Crowder in, in almost every way. Uh, he unlocks a lot in their offense that they didn't have before. He is. As he's a three-level scorer, he can get to the free throw line. He can shoot threes. He can play in the mid-range. He can get to the rim. He can switch a little bit. He can he can play both sides of the dribble handoff, either as a, as a big handing off or coming off of that handoff to shoot, to drive. He can shoot from the corners. I mean, the dude is awesome. Fits into everything that they do would fit in really nicely to the sets that they run from their pistol action to their inverted horn sets to their handoff offense. He's always moving. I mean, the fit is so seamless. I am in love with his game. I've always been. And I just think this is a really great place to maximize him. That's why he's has so many suitors. Um, and I think that there's a lot of Alex There's a lot of like talk about how he shrinks in the playoffs, but I mean, he'll have such a reduced role here on offense. I mean, it's going to be Jimmy and bam, you know, really triggering all their sets. And if Gallo's just kind of playing secondary third offense, you know what I mean? He'll be the second option scoring wise, but he's not going to have those kinds of defenders guarding him. I couldn't agree more. Listen, I am a massive Jay Crowder fan, but you get me Danilo Gallinari and let's, you know, thanks Jay. It was fun while it lasted. I mean, it's like you said, this guy unlocks a different level of our offense that we haven't seen yet that I know that we're capable of. And trust me, I'm sure Spo knows too, because there's no question that's the premier target this offseason. So chat saying, are you not worried about his defense during the playoffs? Listen, Spo made all. Gerald Green into a decent defender. You don't think he's going to make Gallo with that wingspan and that body type decent? Get out of here. They have Gerald Green like playing fucking defense. Yeah. Let me tell you something. For as much shit as everyone gives Kelly Olenek, he was not the worst drop big. And that was mostly a Kendrick Nunn fault, right? That was mostly a Nunn and Dragic thing. I mean, Olenek yeah. was like, very positionally sound played well in the system. Like this is a, this is a team. I mean, let's talk about like getting the most out of guys. I mean, when the fucking games counted, you know, Goron was feisty on Kemba Walker. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? Like, you know, he's old. It's not like he's going to play that way for 82 games. You know, like Duncan, you know, chess make a good point. Duncan's also improved on defense. He's not, you know, again, skinny guy is going to get picked on a bit by bigger guys and switches. It's going to happen. By the way, Duncan absolutely got better in that Lakers series, was hedging a lot better against LeBron pick and rolls. I mean, they Miami's Miami's gonna be fine defensively if they have Gallinari. I have no qualms about that. I mean, this is not this is not the Knicks. This is not 
Doc Rivers, no, no, no disrespect to Doc, but like, you know, suppose the greatest fucking coach in the league. Like, let's get out of here with that. Like, I, I, I just, I don't, I don't need, I don't need us doubting the coaching staff that made Gerald Flocka Green a, a plus defender, or at least, you know, not a minus defender. I couldn't agree Brian, more. You got- plus, it, it's a defensive scheme thing. It's, it's, the, it's a team defense. It's not like other franchises where, yes, an individual defender, his level is going to change things. I, I just, it's like you said, it's, I don't have that issue here at all. And I think the offensive upside far outweighs whatever you may lose a little bit defensively. Yeah. I mean, it's just, I, I, I think we're overthinking things. I mean, if they get Gallo, it's a clear upgrade. Now, I don't know. Guys, like a, a, a part of me, you know, if they don't, we have to also think about the situation if they don't kick Alinari, you know, who they could pivot to, you know, a guy like Aaron Baines, I like, uh, but, you know, kind of a little bit redundant with Myers Leonard. I don't really know if they're going to go that route, especially when they have, uh, you know, Precious already as a big, you know, you don't want to overstock your big man position. You Paul Millsap's a guy I love, elite shooter, uh, has gotten better every year as a shooter. I thought in the playoffs, <laughs> As well as Sorry, anybody I did on AD. Wojbum. Danilo Gallinari. Finalizing oh, three a three-year deal with Hawks. Wow, I, I fucking knew it. You know yeah. what? All, all that talk about him wanting to fucking join a contender. You called, called it. You said I it. I smelled that bullshit the whole <laughs> way. Uh, that guy, when he didn't take that fucking deal with the Heat, uh, and, and he's like, oh, yeah, now I'll do the same exact deal. For, for one guarantee. Wow. Fuck out of here. Bullshit. That, see, Fuck now it. that's a blow. Now that's a blow. So all of a sudden now, you know, Miami really has to pivot hard. I mean, they're going to need to replace that starting small ball four spot. Uh, all eyes on Paul Millsap at this point, I think. He's that, not yeah. the perp. I think all eyes on Paul Millsap. <laughs> hey, uh, crap, crap. Sorry, crap called him uh, Gallo Italian Joe Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> well, now we slander him. I said way too many nice things about him. Wow. The, so, so, so chat saying that, uh, that, that clutch NBA said that Millsap is interested in the heat, but they haven't responded to him yet. Don't do that to him. Ugh. So I, I have a question for y'all. Now that they brought Myers hey, back. is going to make 20 million a year. Yeah. He was going to take a discount Fuck to win. That guy. He was gonna that's take a double. To that, win. That's Suck that's double the MLE. Yeah, he, man, Atlanta. Out of here. Fuck that. We don't need him. Well, that that's that, that. I just want to reset the pod real quick, and I want to come in with a take on why this team doesn't need Danilo Gallinari. Let's go. Right? <laughs> why he's the worst addition for this possible franchise? I got. He doesn't have the guts. Gutless. No, it's his name. His nickname, his nickname is the Rooster. Fuck that cock. <laughs> so Gallo's out. Oh my god, my basketball hipsters. All right, Paul Millsap. Like, he'd have to stop treating Paul Millsap like Bumble Girls treat me. Gotta answer. <laughs> you gotta answer Paul Millsap. They can't they can't do him like people do me. We need him. We need him here. Is Paul uh, Millsap I mean, a, a VTuber? Paul Millsap. <laughs> Paul Millsap's not a VTuber. <laughs> Listen, if the Heat can get a uh, Gouda on a on a nice two year oh, deal God. with an option, I mean, that's you got some veteran experience. He's nine thousand and one years old. I mean, you know, it's just saying, man. But Millsap's apex, a great option. If she's an apex predator on defense, <laughs> I, listen, I would love Millsap. I fucking go go to war with Millsap all day. I fucking love that guy, and I think that his kind of decline is a. I think some of it's fair. Some of it's been a bit overstated. Um. 
he did as good of a job as anybody did on against AD in the playoffs last year. That's also co-signed by Nikias Duncan, literally the smartest fucking person Whoa. covering the Heat. Sorry, uh, Shams just reported that Dwight Howard is going to the Philadelphia 76ers. No way! Hold on, why is it not on our ticker? Yeah, why is it? Where's it? What, what happened to our ticker? I don't Sh- think it's on. Is, Shams do you not have Shams right on the now. ticker, Brian? He is supposed to be on there. Add 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 him to the add him to the little ticker. I don't. I, he's not a. Uh... Oh, hold on. There's a filter on here. That's why. Okay, well, fix it. Fix there fix Shams up so we can get. Now, on the right side of the screen, we have our Twitter ticker. You see Bobby Marks talking about the Atlanta cab situation. Yeah, Adrian Wojnarowski. You have, of course, our own, or well, not our own, but our you know, Heat Beat alumni I just lefty updated Leif. updated it. I don't know if it's going to update on here. It should okay, be well, whatever. Well, it should be the same yeah. thing. No, it should be. Okay, well, it's not there yet, so we'll figure it out. It, it'll happen eventually. Um, all eyes on Millsap. If they, I really do want to ask Frankie. Well, how about this, G? G, on your end, do this. Yeah, you see, you see on on your tweet deck these little like um, where it says Miami Heat beat free agency watch, and then you have like these like sliders on the right of it. Yeah, click that, open it. We're producing live on air here. Okay, and then you <laughs> see where it says tweet content. Tweet content. Yeah. yeah. Then just remove everything that's in excluding. Gotcha. You guys get to peek behind the curtains a little bit. Yeah, hey, we're back. We're back. Look at that. Shams, Shams is right there. Tim Reynolds is right there. We're we're we're. Yeah, Gucci. I was trying to I was trying to put a filter so we don't get any like Miami Dolphins and like all these other because we have Barry Jackson on this list and I didn't want like all the other non NBA news <gasps> on here. All right, my dog good. just barked. So oh, thank um, God, mine's not so the only du- one. <laughs> <laughs> so Dwight going to the Sixers is really funny. I mean, he's I guess I guess he's he's a quality backup big for for them. I mean, I don't really know after. That's actually really surprising. That's to be honest. Now that I think about it, I mean, he's their best backup center now. I mean, they have a guy to back up Joel Embiid. Doesn't have to play a lot of minutes as a role man to play with. uh, Yeah, I mean, I I think if Joel has health issues, he's not a bad option to as a pick and roll partner with Ben Simmons. I mean, I think the point stands with them. And, you know, Alex uh, Toledo and I talked about this last episode. Oh, Rodney Hood signing with the Blazers on a two-year deal. Um, that that like that hurts. That. He's a good guy. Okay, so Albert Namad actually has some Gallo updates. Gallo turned down a presumed one year, twenty three million dollar extension offer with the team for an option for another year at twenty four point nine million with the Heat this season. He now gets three years with the Hawks. So the Heat offered a pretty chunky deal twenty twenty four, almost twenty five yeah, million dollars. Fuck him. He didn't want to win. Seriously, that that's a great offer. What the hell? <laughs> and that's that's kind of what I was telling you guys. I mean, what that probably was was a non. I, I don't. Albert would have to correct me, but I mean, it would have to be a um, a sign and trade with a non guarantee on the second year, which is probably why Gallo didn't want to bring. But that's a that's a nice offer, twenty five million dollar for the year. I mean, that's <laughs> it's not bad at all. And you play for a winner. It's and he would have had his bird rights, and they could have resigned him if anything happened with with Giannis. That's yeah, a great point. Um, Fraud. I, I don't. I don't know what his cap hold would have been, but yeah, I mean, it's it's. Oh yeah, yeah, but they could have let him go, sign and trade. You, you would have had more options. It's it's uh it's unfortunate for for the Heat because you know you, you know of course you want them to to have the guy like that. So if if they don't get it, and if it comes down to Millsap or Ibaka, Frankie, who who would you rather have at Ooh. them, Ellie? <sighs> um. Dang, I like them both. Uh, depend the, if we're assuming one year, 
one or, or two non guaranteed on the second. I probably lean towards fuck Millsap probably. <laughs> and, and like, I, I, I think Ibaka would help a lot too. Cause it would let uh bam uh, not have to play the five all season long, get beat up like that. Uh, but, but if you have uh Millsap, you can start him in the playoffs, you know, start Myers or Kelly or whoever, uh, during the season, let Bam, you know, not uh, wear his body out, especially coming off these uh, shoulder injuries and neck injuries. Uh, so either way, you can make it work. Uh, but I, I think Millsap is, for the one year, I bet Millsap is a, a bigger contributor. Um, I I don't disagree. I mean, I think that he's a guy that I trust is shooting a little more than Ibaka. I think Ibaka, obviously, you trust the defense. But I think Ibaka is probably a, a better player. Um, I just think fit-wise, I, I really like Millsap's switchability a little more than Ibaka. Now, Ibaka can switch, and he's really good. I think that he would be happy with both. I don't. Yeah, either one. Ibaka has less positional flexibility. And, and offensive versatility uh, is in Millsap's flavor, too. He's a good passer, can uh, play at the elbows and the wings, uh, can shoot, uh, uh, you know, can post up. He's got He's got a lot more versatility offensively. I think it's similar to Gallon, which he can also play both sides of the handoff really well, which I think is a big listen. I, I think that, you know, the Heat are, are unique because they have really three well, pillars to their there's offense. An Alex Kennedy bomb. I have to find it, but Alex Kennedy bomb. Let's see. What, what did Alex Kennedy know. say? I have no uh, basketball news. Shout out to Nikias Duncan. Ryan, you just can't stop the show like that. You got to have things on hand. <laughs> I, I, I was just looking. That's all the chat. All right, here we go. Mavericks and he both tried to complete a sign-in trade for Danilo Gallinari, but couldn't get it done. Yeah. No, Very it makes perfect sense. And, and I imagine yeah. the non-guarantee on the other years is what really uh, was was the kicker there. And, I mean, listen, he's going to be happy in, in, in Atlanta as a – as a as a ten seed, and um, I I really hope him well. I mean, listen, a fellow Italian man like myself, um, he's from Milan, my my favorite city outside of Japan or Miami. Uh, you know, I I don't know. I mean, it is what it is. Serge, I think, kind of partners a little better with Dragic as a role man. Uh, but kind of going back to my point earlier, Miami really has three prongs to their offense. Uh, which is their handoff stuff and the shooters coming off of it. You know, the Jimmy, the Jimmy Butler kind of picking on switches and then the Goran Dragic North South kind of thing. Right. And, um, you know, Ibaka really helps Goran. He could play with Bam as well. And I think that that gives them kind of gear that they didn't have last season where you could play these two bigs that are really fucking good and really smart. And one of them can really shoot. Um, and I think he's a better defensive player than Millsap at this point, uh, you know, which, you know, helps. I mean, but again, they're not in the conference with the Lakers, but they are going to have to play against, you know, teams like the Nets and, and the Sixers. So it's interesting. I think that those are going to be the two guys that it really comes down to for the heat going forward. Um, I mean, the markets, the, their markets dried up pretty quickly today. I, I, I'm not going to lie. Yeah. This free agents class wasn't that, uh, big, you know, and, uh, you have limited options, just ha- only having the mid-level exception, really. Uh, but I mean, they could always repivot and you know give Jay a uh, larger chunk of the mid-level than they were planning to. If if all else fails, you know, if they no, but see, I I, I don't think I, I with Jay, I, I, it was a year thing. I don't think I mean because they could have just given him over. They could have given him fifty million dollars and been fine. They could have given him the one year fifty mil 
and that wouldn't have really That's affected true. their cap situation. Yeah, so it, it was true. totally a year thing. Now, apparently the Heat are not 100% out of the J thing yet. I think now that Gallo, the Gallo domino has fallen, I think Dallas could be more aggressive for Jay Crowder. Um, and I think Miami and Dallas are both in the Giannis sweepstakes. You know, they're both been linked to him. So it's curious to see if Dallas is willing to dip into that 2021 space to give Crowder the years he wants. Miami seems to be pretty firm in not doing that. Uh, you know, probably with Gallo as well. I mean, the, the $25 million in the sign and trade the second year would absolutely eat in their cap space, which tells me that that was a non-guaranteed second year. 2020 has already reshaped how we work, and it's almost over. Businesses across the globe are challenged to be their most efficient, which means every hire is critical. Indeed is here to help. Indeed is the number one job site in the world, and with more total visits than any other job site, according to Comscore, Indeed helps you find quality candidates quickly. So you can focus on hiring the person you need to keep your business going. Unlike other sites, Indeed gives you full control and payment flexibility over your hiring. You only pay for what you need. You can pause your account at any time and there are no long-term contracts. And now Indeed's new way of matching you with candidates instantly delivers a short-term list of quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job criteria that you can contact the moment you sponsor a job, making Indeed the only job site that can move as fast as you do. Right now, Indeed is offering our listeners a free $75 credit to boost your job post, which means more quality candidates will see it fast. Try it with a free $75 credit at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. This is their best offer available anywhere. Go right now to Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Offer valid through December 31st. Terms and conditions apply. The wait is finally over. Football is back. And you might not be at the game this year, but you will be on in the action with Bet Online. Bet Online is going the extra mile to make sure that you get in on every possible chance to win this season. From game spreads and totals to team, player, and coaching props, Bet Online gives you the most options to wager than anyone else. You can get in on their season opening bonuses today and start wagering on wins, division, and championship futures all day, every day. Head over to Bet Online today and take advantage of the great sign-up bonuses. Don't forget to use promo code BLUEWIRE at betonline.ag. That's BLUEWIRE, all one word. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. So, I don't know. There was an interesting bit from Woj um, about the Gallo deal. Um, so, he was saying how among any player over the age of 30 who hasn't made an all-star game, he's made the most amount of money on this new contract. It's all so, about winning, yeah. though. They're all about winning, baby. All about winning. Let's talk about how Dwight was supposed to be a Laker. Shams had reported it, and then Shams deleted it, and then Dwight just changed his fucking mind. Oh, man. That was hilarious. What, what a turn of events. Chad, are you happy with, with how the night's going for the Heat? I, I think I think Chad's no, they're not miserable I'm right now. I think I, the, I mean, I, Danilo I, was a blow. It was for me. That was the only free agent that I was actually, you know, really excited for. Although I will say kind of going back on the Paul Millsap thing, because Paul Millsap is my fallback option. Yeah. Yeah. Come here. Come here. But I'm going to hit you with something. I would love to see the Abaka personality on this team. 
I think a, there's a lot to be said about chemistry. You know, we we looked at Crowder and we didn't think he was going to have the big impact that he did, you know, uh, in the bubble. I think some of that goes for chemistry. And I just think that Ibaka's mentality fits this squad so, so well. Now, Paul Millsap, on the other hand, gives you a little bit of what you were hoping Danilo's offensive production would give you. So, you know, between those two options, I, there's there's still ways for this team to uh, to come out of this looking really good. So, man, the Rodney Hood thing was another guy. I mean, I didn't really have the heat in for Rodney Hood, but I mean, no. at this point that would have been a really nice option for them. Avery Bradley's another guy that now that the Lakers have Wes Matthews, that he should probably pivot if they can give him the biannual. I think that for a year, that'd be nice to kind of help their point of attack defense issues, right? Uh, <laughs> Twitter's saying that Gallinari just wanted more vacation time to spend in Italy because he won't make the playoffs again. <laughs> that's that's yeah. winning rings for him. I I love this. I love this pivot by Frank. You just fucking slandering the shit no out pivot. of Gallinari. I was here. I was here first. Welcome, welcome, welcome. <laughs> I Smell that bullshit a mile away. I'm so I guess I really am. The Western Conference really today is, I mean, the Lakers are the big winners, I think, so far, you know, getting Wes. That's huge for them. I mean, that's such a great ad. Plus getting Schroeder from from Oklahoma City. I mean, the Lakers, I think, so far have had the best offseason for any of the really good teams. Uh, I think Philadelphia also, I mean, you, you really get, you know, as much as we love Josh, I think that them getting Seth Curry, uh, kind of getting off Al, you know, kind of making their lineup make a little more sense is really going to help them in the long run. And, and getting Dwight, I think, is a good addition as a backup center. Oh, you uh, but I some, think. Hold on, sorry. Uh, some funny news from the Five Reasons live stream. Apparently, uh, Celtics and Dallas are apparently showing interest in Mister Hassan Whiteside. That's funny. Listen, Hassan was born to be a Mav. I've said this. I've long said this. God, no, I don't want him here with, with Josh. Josh got away from I love, listen, I still like Hassan. I think he, uh, Josh, uh, you think that they're asking Josh, hey, Josh, you know, what do you, what do you think of bringing Hassan? What, do, what do you think Josh is saying? No, fuck no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Boston, Boston, how funny would that shit be in Boston, though? Oh, I would you know, love to see him in Boston. I hope it happens. How many, how many Boston <laughs> bros are like, hell yeah, we got a white side. Wait, he's, yep. he's not white? <laughs> he's on the they're wrong gonna, side they're gonna they're gonna get his jersey for the wrong reasons another dom classic malik, malik, malik oh, Beasley just signed a new deal who uh with malik beasley signed a four-year 60 million dollar deal that's insane skyforce legend <laughs> malik Beasley. uh hot take i don't think the Mavs will make the playoffs if they sign Whiteside. that's uh, that's crazy ooh, not a hot take you're insane that's that's that no that is a hot take. What are you talking? That about? That is yeah. not a hot take. They yeah. have Luca <laughs> and Porzingis. What are you talking Porzingis about? That seems a lock for the playoffs. And that's how much of a minus. No, oh, Porzingis is out uh, for like the first half of the season. Doesn't matter. I mean, Luca's great. I mean, they're gonna make the playoffs. <laughs> Get out of here. Yeah, Man. but if Luca gets banged up, if Utah and Jazz, you Rudy Gobert and and Donovan Mitchell are gonna fucking usurp them. Get the fuck out of here. You, yeah, Devin you think, Booker. You, you don't think Goran's gonna call Luca and say, "Hey, bro, stay away from that guy." Oh, for sure. I mean, they used they were kind of boys. And then there was a lot of yelling. Remember the whitey, whitey. He won't set. He won't set screens for you. All right, this heavy pick and roll Somebody. offense you like. He's not gonna do any of that shit. Hold on. 
<laughs> Somebody in chat just goes, Hassan Googling what time zone Boston is in. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. I thought I had to Google what a time zone was when he got sent to Portland. <laughs> it looks like Howard's contract is non-guaranteed. Ooh, shocking. What the fuck happened? That, I, I need to know what happened there. That is so weird. That is incredibly weird. Oh, my God. Okay. So, still no news. On, so, the thing I was kind of saying earlier was, you know, the Nets haven't really added anybody that we thought they'd be in play for so far. Uh, you know, the Bucks got Drew Holiday, but not Bogdanovich. I don't think the East has gotten significantly better in a way that should scare you. Toronto still, you know, is working to see what they do with Van Vliet. And the, the Celtics Tampa. haven't done anything yet. The Tampa uh, obviously, Raptors. Third obviously best team they in lose, the Florida. <laughs> if they lose Jay Crowder. Listen, the Tampa Bay Raptors. Tampa Bay Raptors beat is uh, coming soon. If the Heat lose Jay Crowder but get Millstap instead, I think that that's an improvement. He's a better player than than Jay Crowder, and I think that you know, I mean, let's not let's not forget that the Heat fucking kicked Milwaukee's ass at five games, and it probably would have been four if not for Chris Middleton summoning the spirit of Kobe Bryant. Let's let's not forget that. You know, just because they add Drew Holiday, it's not a does not mean that they're going to kick Miami's ass. Now, let's not forget that Jay Crowder shot a million percent from three that series because uh, the Bucks left him open and he hit everything. But if they get Millsap, Millsap's a much better shooter than Jay Crowder. He's as good a defender. I think Jay's defense was a little overrated, especially in their switch scheme. I thought he was getting beat a lot. Uh, you know, he he has a good length for as a help defender and he has very good positionally. He knows where to be and stuff. But I think as a one-on-one guy, he wasn't this. I think he's a little overrated. He's good, but obviously, you know, not a weak link whatsoever, but he's not, you know, a stopper like everyone thinks. Karmic uh, Bede, a- uh, sorry, Karmic Bede said you're exaggerating about the Chris Middleton thing. He went 12 for 28 in that game. That is exactly what Kobe is- would have done. Yeah, that- <laughs> you know what are you talking about? <laughs> That's exactly it. Kobe was a shit, man. Rest Listen, just throwing them jacks. Just throwing them jacks. Uh, so, yeah, like, I, I, I don't think, I think the Heat, Fans are, are probably set up to be a little disappointed today, but I don't, I don't really think they should be. I think that, like I, I explained at the top of the show, why the myers Leonard deal makes sense, uh, even if it's not for 100% on the court reasons. There's a lot of reasons why that made sense. And for, <laughs> you know, if, if they can get a guy like Millsap, right, if they pivot to a guy like Millsap or Ibaka, you know, all of a sudden, you know, you upgraded the Jay Crowder position into two guys who are just, just fucking better than Jay Crowder is. I'm sorry. Yeah, immediate, you know, and, and and by the Absolutely. way, like Jay Crowder's shooting really went back to earth, and uh, I believe the Heat were a minus with Jay Crowder in the finals. I will double check that information right now. But <laughs> well, I think I, mean? I, I think part of that minus was because uh, Iguodala and him were having to run the four five so often, and those lineups were bleeding like blood has never been bled. So, you know, getting a guy who can play that backup five minutes like Millsap or Ibaka will do it will go a long way. Absolutely. I think no, go, Alex. No, I was just gonna say that you know, kind of hitting on what you were saying, I think Paul Millsap or Ibaka, truthfully, you're gonna need that extra body there. And they definitely there's not gonna be a big drop off from Jay. Like we all fell in love with Jay because he fit the culture and he was hustle. And for those reasons, you know, you should love the guy. But 
the offensive side was an issue on in the finals. Go ahead, Frankie. No, and, and we fell in love with Jay because he came out the gate shooting 44% from three. Oh, if, yeah. <laughs> if, Jay, if Jay was shooting 33%, we'd be like, okay, you know, let's, uh, you know, who else can play? You know, he was shooting way out of, above his talent level. And uh, he, his defense was good enough. At, but the shooting, the two-way versatility was the, the thing that made Once you saw when he shot 30% in the final, whatever he shot, wasn't 40% for sure. Uh, how, how much of a difference of a play, player he is. I'm trying to pull up those on-off numbers right now for Jay Crowder. Because, like, I, I, I think a lot of his, like, kind of – I think I have the high end of him, I, I have it pulled up right now. The high end of him is is really what he does, you know, as a shooter. So on the court, the Heat were at a net rating of zero with Jay Crowder on the court. In the uh, with Jay Crowder off the court, they had a net rating of 0.5. So they are they were trading water with him, even. And he shot exactly 33% from three in the finals. There you go. Uh and like I said, a lot of that is the Milwaukee stuff. So I, I think that if they lose him, I think that, you know, because of the timing of the trade, it, it's going to be looked at as a bigger deal than it is. But if they can replace him with something similar, maybe even a little better, I don't really think that it's it's too big a loss for the Heat. I, I think that we should, we don't have to panic. Yeah, and chat chat, uh, chat mentioned uh, Jabari080 uh mentioned uh Ju- Justin Holiday. That's not a bad option either. You got a wing guy, you can pair him with uh one of the bigs in Millsap or Ibaka, and that's a great option right there. Yeah, so the thing so chat's also saying about maybe re-signing Derek Derek Jones Jr. They don't go after Millsap. The thing with Derek is, you know, he's gonna want years, and I don't think Miami's really gonna be in the market to give him years. Yeah. And by he- the way, guys. Let's not forget that at some point there's going to be a buyout market. So you don't want to just use your salary cap, you know, on Derek, right? Just to give Derek money when, you know, if you have an MLE come buyout time, you don't know who's going to, you don't know, you don't know what's going to happen in Houston with Tillman Fertitta's cheap ass. You don't know what's going to happen in Washington. You don't, you don't know what's going to, you don't know what's going to happen with Toronto this season and who they might buy out guy like Norman Powell you don't, you don't know the guys that maybe you could you could use an extra wing who could shoot in the playoffs you know or anybody I, I'm just throwing out names but like you know if you keep your biannual and your, if you don't use them this offseason it's not the end of the world you know it's going to be a buyout market and then you're going to be equipped with the most money and a contending team so Absolutely. you know if they completely strike out you're also going to have a buyout market and what's going to be a my, I, I'm probably a very active buyout market because teams are going to want cap space. They're going to either be punting. They're going to be fighting for draft equity. Now, remember the 2021 draft. Isn't that the, the draft? It's, it's a huge draft. It's a lot of really top prospects. It's supposed to be a really deep draft. Brian, is that also the draft where high school players can are, are declaring? Not official, but that is uh, projected to be uh, the draft where it, there'll probably be like almost two um, classes in one. So teams that are... Uh, Teams that are not good may want to cut some guys that might, you know, be yeah. bumping their win totals a bit. I think that's and, uh, the, the Heat are going to. I think that's the Amoni Bates class plus the other guy. That's the, like that seven foot kid from high school. Who's, you're like, making really up names. Yeah. You're I don't remember 
What's his Chet. name? Chet. I'm blanking on the last name. Yeah, I don't remember the last name either. A Holgram. But I, I think like I yeah, think Chet was a year above. Yes, there you go. But I think he was a year above him. I think Imani Bates is is a year. Yeah, I think him. I think Chet is a senior now. Yeah. So he'll correct. Yeah, he'll be uh he'll be uh one and done uh for 2021. You're right, Brian. Okay, so it'll probably yeah. be him and Cunningham as the top two prospects for uh, next. No, year. Cunningham is this season. He's going. He's going into college this well, season. I, I mean, yeah. I mean, like the following. And we're saying like 2021 draft, draft prospects. Oh, yeah. Because okay. if the high school kids can declare, then then obviously that that changes the math. On There's gonna be a couple of this. really good prospects. No, I think I think Chet is 2022. Then he's he's I mean, a senior now. But anyways, yeah. Uh, well, if, he, if he's a senior, yeah, and have to go to college, he could possibly. Oh, that's right. That's right. I got From high school to the NBA. My fault. My fault. I'm still thinking one and done. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> so the other thing to kind of also think about is, you know, trades in, in midseason. So even if they can't trade Myers Leonard, you know, they're going to have Kelly Olenek's $12.5 million expiring. They're going to have a 7.5. I don't know, Brian, when does that $7.5 million trade exception expire? It got extended to I think March is what I saw from um, okay Albert. I can give the exact date. double check, but they're you know in theory they're gonna have a Linux twelve point five million dollar expiring. They're gonna have a seven point five million dollar trade exception, and they're gonna have Andre Iguodala's fifteen million dollar expiring with the team option. That's that's some pretty nice salary that you can put together for somebody at the deadline as well. So. You know, they're, they're, they're going to be in the mix for trades. They're going to have, you know, a guy like Precious, who we don't know how he's going to develop. Obviously, Tyler Hero and Kendrick Nunn still on this team. So, you know, KZ. they can still get yeah, KZ, which obviously, you know, if, if, you know, we don't know what he's going to look like. You know, if he gets some playing time and he becomes some facsimile of Jay Crowder or better, you know, <laughs> let's go. Oh, Christian Wood signing a three-year $27 million offer with the Houston Rockets. It's really good for Houston. Wow. Yeah. Wish they had kept Robert Covington. You know what I mean? That 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 would have been a really nice kind of guy to play. But you know, now you have PJ Tucker with him and West. Twenty seven. Three twenty seven. Yeah. That's probably their mid level. No, they're they're over the cap. Are they? Yeah. That's That's surprising that Christian would have mid level. I mean, I didn't I didn't think Miami could be in in play for Christian Wood just because they weren't going to be off for him years, and he he would he's a young guy. He's not gonna. You know what I mean? He's gonna take his payday when he can. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so I mean that that that's kind of the board that the Heat are playing with. I think that you know it's it's not super sexy, but they they just made the finals. You know, uh, they are defending conference champs. I I don't I think it's tough. You know, without Gallinari to get you know on paper better than Milwaukee, but you know if they if they get one of those guys that we talked about, they're certainly in the conversation. Plus. You know, the in-season improvements of guys like Tyler Hero and Bam Adebayo and all that. Uh, Brian, I, I know I'm putting you on the spot a little bit. Do you know, like, details on Bam's extension number? I know that you, you sent some in the group chat today about kind of his extension if he makes an all-NBA team. It's exact same as what De'Aaron Fox just signed. Basically, he can get, I think it's uh, 15% of the cap right now if he signs, but 20% if he makes an all-NBA team. They could put language in the contract now. If he makes an All-NBA team this following this coming season, then he would be qualified for twenty percent of the cap. So, so it would basically make him like a seven to nine year veteran, uh, which would be a lot of money, obviously. And I think there's really there's a more greater chance that he makes All-NBA over Deer and Fox. So could you kind of give the audience? It could, it could help him in a way. 
if he doesn't sign his extension now that he could say, hey, you can make a lot more money if you, if you wait a year and sign next year. Because that was going to be my... The only reason that De'Aaron Fox is signing it now probably is because of the language, but the Heat could negotiate, say, hey, we don't have to give you the language now. We can wait a year and then, you know, kind of swing it that way. Can <laughs> you kind of explain to the audience what that means for Giannis? So if, if let's say, bam, says... It means nothing. It basically means that uh, Mickey Harrison has to pay more money in the tax. Okay, so it does not affect their chance at Giannis no. if Bam wants If they get Giannis, the- they will pay the tax. McGarrison's been on record recently saying he will pay the tax for a championship-level player, meaning Giannis <laughs> or Harden, whoever. whoever Let's that, that go, baby! Now, now, does Bradley Beal count? The, the, <laughs> but the big reason why we want Bam to wait to sign his extension is because his cap hold is only about 14 to $15 million right now for next year. If he signs now, you replace that cap hold with his new max number. That basically eliminates about ten to fifteen million dollars away from what the Heat um, could could give Giannis, and that means like there's really no way to get Giannis without a sign trade. Listen, the ca- like we talked at the top of the show, the cap holds make shit really weird, and it makes what I call fake ass cap space, like the Heat had this season. They had fake ass cap space with Goran Dragic's twenty eight million dollar cap hold. Which, by the way, I mean we haven't talked much about it. You know, shout out to the Dragon coming back. Guy played on a torn plantar fascia. Heat lifer. I want him to retire here. They traded him in the offseason to Dallas for for the whole Jimmy trade. Fell apart. One of the best things to happen to this franchise. I mean, this franchise has gotten lucky with weird shit at, you know, at the nth hour, you know, with Anthony Carter and and Goran and all that. He's he's everything that this franchise is about. I think that oftentimes the Heat sell and propagate this idea of Heat family and all that. And, you know, they trade Mario Chalmers, right? They do all this stuff, right? They, they don't give Dwayne the money. You know, they, they kind of fade. Oh, we can't move Josh McRoberts, you know, all that stuff, right? But I, I think that taking care of Goron was a really good way to um, nurse to... I don't I don't know how to say it, to, to like fix their public image. Uh, and and kind of how they take care of their star players. I think Goran playing on that torn planter fashion, doing everything he could to get back on the court. The run he had in the playoffs, what he just means to this team as a leader, uh, as a leader to Tyler, as a leader to Bam. The relationships he has. The dude plays hard as fuck. The I think the Heat are big on leading by example with Udonis and, and with him. And he's outside of UD. He's the longest tenured Heat player. How long has he been here? It's almost it's it's almost seven years, right? Yep. Uh, yep. 14, close 15. to it. Yeah. So I mean, close to it. I mean, that dude is awesome, and I want him to retire a member of the Heat. And, and this was a nice number. And I, I saw some people surprised on Twitter, some some other NBA people. And, and no, I mean, this is this is this was expected, and I'm so happy for him. He was practically like the second best point guard in, in the playoffs this past season. Like, yeah, he's worth that much money, and it's only basically a one year guarantee deal. So it's like. That's fine for one year. You're basically guaranteeing him 18 million or 16 million. Yeah, and, and Goron could have played like could have gotten more and and you know had the opt out option still, but he's still playing ball. Goron's always played ball when, when mean, he got here. Uh, sorry, Brian. No, uh, I'm he, saying when, when you compare his contract that he got now to whatever Fred Van Vliet's gonna get, it's gonna look like nothing. Fred Absolutely. Van. Vliet. I don't know about that. I mean. I mean, Fred's going to get around 21, I imagine, at 22 at the max. I don't really see. Yeah, but like for five years or four years. I mean, Fred's also a lot younger. 
I know, but still, I mean, think about like just we don't have to worry about the years, and you'll probably sign a much less contract next year. That's why you're doing the balloon payment now. The cap space that you're saving is nothing right now. You you want to pay him as much as you can because next year is when you want to try to bring him in for who knows what he'll sign. It could be one of the exceptions, or you could sign for the vet men. We can go after somebody else with one of the exceptions because the Heat will still get an exception even if they land Giannis. It won't be the full 9.3 um, mid level, but it'll be the taxpayer. Which is still about six million, five, five point eight, depending whatever yeah. next year's cap number is going to be. Still something significant, and if you get Giannis, that's going to get you a very good veteran, whoever that will be. So they're positioned to get a lot of good players. I mean, it's it's insane what the Heat are are in, are in line for right now. Plus, they can still make trades at the deadline with a lot of these expiring deals that they have. Granted, yes, you'll need their consent, but I mean, I think they'll they'll be able to get that done if they need to. You know, kind of pivoting back to the Christian Wood stuff, I just I just kind of want to talk about how funny this is and how you know we we can complain <laughs> about a lot of stuff with the Heat, but at least they're not doing this. They they paid Christian Wood, the Rockets did what Detroit paid a Plumley brother. And I like that Plumley brother, but man, you how many centers do they need? I mean, but it was Christian Woods a lot better than a Publi brother. He is. No, he is. I completely they agree. They gave him the same fucking money. They gave and you you drafted a three center, years twenty five, and Christian Woods just signed for three years twenty seven. What the fuck is Detroit doing? <laughs> Could be worse, guys. You're you just left the finals. You're bringing back most of the same core. We're in a good spot, guys. We're not spending money stupidly yet. And I, again, I want fans to understand the Myers thing was not stupid money. And I, I know that the podcast audience might get annoyed by this. I'm just saying it to new people in stream. Uh, There's reasons at the top. It. Yeah, there are reasons why. And and just really quickly to kind of go over it for, for those of you new in stream. I mean, they, you know, they, they that money that they gave Myers, they literally could not use for anything else. It was not money that took away from other free agents or anything. That was pretty much money that was only for Myers, that was only for resign their own guys. Uh, to one-year deals. And if Jay Crowder wanted years, it doesn't even include Jay Crowder. So they just gave Myers that one-year deal so that they can, if they want to, they can opt into it and, and then trade it uh, next season. And if not, whatever, you lose them. But it, uh, they, they, it's just so that they can keep something, an asset. That salary is an asset because it's expiring and it has a team option. And that's 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 friendly, right? So the Heat are, the heat are being conservative, uh, which is surprising for them, I think. You know, it's funny. The Heat are either conservative or they swing for the fucking fences. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's never, it's never, it's never in between. No, it's winning and misery. Well, they swung the- for the fences for what? Gordon Hayward or Durant. And then they ended up with, or Gordon Hayward. And then they ended up with Deion Waiters and James Johnson for four years. So Mavericks are going for Trey Burke for three years, 10 million. It's a good deal. A year? Yeah, you had a good year. I don't, I don't know. Huh? You had a good year for them last year. You, didn't he yeah, play for the Warriors? Good. No, he, played no, he, he was with the Mavs. Then the Warriors had a Burke. Alec Burke. Alec Burke. Okay, I was like, there, there was a Burke on the Warriors. I don't remember which Burke, but there was oh, a whoa, Burke. Hold on. The Shams just tweeted uh, Christian. Yeah, I saw Wood that. Remains engaged with interested teams. Oh. Man. Just reported yeah. that Christian Wood was going to sign. What's uh, I think I think Woj did. Damn. Did Woj just delete the tweet? I think Woj just deleted the tweet. <laughs> That's right. I'm so. trying to check. <laughs> I think. Oh, so. Woj! Sam said, "Get the fuck out of here." No, no, no. Okay, no, it was Isola, Frankie Sola. Oh, and, wow! And, and Woj retweeted him. 
Wow. Okay. Well, did Woj unretweet I saw uh, Frank Isola? Yeah, he did. Yeah, he unretweeted it. Wow. Shams came in here and said, Woj, your cosign is wrong. Still on the right wow. timeline, I think. That makes sense. I mean, that, that that seemed like too little for Christian Wood. Guess we'll see. He can't get I in on that, unfortunately. The, I, think the Horn I think the Houston fit's actually pretty good for him, too. It does. But Tillman for oh, Tillman, and, too bad. I mean, it's a mid-level. He can get mid-level anywhere. So Yeah. But we also haven't talked about um, Chris Dunn as an option, as a guy to, to bring, that you could possibly bring in for, like, the biannual or something. Uh, he's a guy split up the mid-level. Yeah, you can split the mid-level with him. He's a young guy. He's a hell of a defender, one of the best defensive guards. That solves your point of attack uh, issue. And if you have, uh, if you sign a, a big or you play a, a Myers or a Kelly, uh, you have the floor spacing needed with Duncan and 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 uh, Jimmy and and Bam that you can play done, or you can play done off the bench, of course. Somebody tweeted, they quote tweeted champs and they said some competent GM saw that deal and said, hold on, I got 30 million for you right here, Christian. <laughs> what the fuck is going on this offseason? Marcus. I swear to God, if Marcus goes to the fucking Lakers, I'm going to fucking lose my mind. I'm going to fucking break shit if Marcus goes to the Lakers. I will fucking disown him. Is he still good? Yes. For the, for the minimum? No. That's all they can I probably get. I swear to God, if this motherfucker goes to the Lakers, I'm going to fucking lose it. Someone says, explain the biannual. Okay, so biannual is basically an exception that the Heat could use that's like a max of 2.8 million, $3.6 million, but you can only give that once. You can give it up to three years, as I think is as long as the deal can be. And once you use it, your team is hard capped. And then I also, once you use it, you, you lose it the following year. So you can only have it every other season. If they don't use it this year, they can use it next year? Yeah, they could. Yeah, so that that's also something to look for as well, that they might not want to use a biannual because they might need it for Giannis. They, will they have the mid-level exception next year, Brian? They'll have the mid-level exception in every team will. Um, every team will. It's not whether or not they want to use it. It depends which one they qualify for. Next year, the most likely will qualify for the room. Um, mid-level, not the room, the um, taxpayer mid-level, which is like whatever the, the salary cut next year will probably be like around almost 6.8 million. So it's still yeah, the, pretty good. It's it's not going to be as much as we have right now, which is almost 10 million. But Brian, the non-tax player, the one that they have right now, that's like the average salary uh, for, for, for the year, right? The year, yep. Okay. So chat's asking me why wouldn't the Heat go after Marcus Gasol? I don't know. I, I like I, that. I, I like that. I, I like it. I like it. I mean, I know a lot of Heat get fans have uh, a, a lot of Heat fans have disdain for uh, Marcus Gasol because of the whole Fisdale and, and Memphis thing. Yeah, I'm curious yeah. what Gasol's contract will be. I think it has to be a vet because I don't think the Lakers have any more options because they just signed. West Matthews to the biannual. And they, yes, I don't know what else. I don't think they're going to think of in the mid level. They might have a mid level still. I don't know. I really don't know. I think so. They might have the taxpayer mid level. So that's like what, 5.7 ish? Possibly. But I don't know. It depends how much they, depends like everybody else on that roster that they want to resign. I would take Mark. This has been a very weird free agency. And I want to, I want to give you guys a peek under their curtain for content creation. So last season, 
you know, the fucking six o'clock or midnight struck and there were like 10 million deals done, right? Uh, now I think everyone's scared of being called a tamperer. So like, and it's been very slow. Also, this is a lot fewer free agents. Like Van Vliet's taking meetings tomorrow, right? Um, so, you know, the Knicks and the Raptors, it's going to be in Chicago. So that, that's, that's weird. Why would you take meetings now? I, I don't understand. Probably it's 6 p.m. It's not like it's midnight anymore. And we're, 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 are you actually visiting these teams or are you just doing Zoom meetings? No, he's in Chicago. So I think they're going to Chicago. I don't know. They're understand. actually flying? I don't know. Yeah, I don't. It, what the hell do you need to fly for? Just sign a contract. Bro, <laughs> we know you're not going to the Knicks. We know you're one of the Raptors. What are you doing? Like, stop. What do you, there's not like he can't go to Detroit anymore because they, they're using all their money. What kind of pitch so, does he need? I think it's, I don't know, man. Sometimes guys just want to be pampered and felt feel loved. P- people, you know, this is the thing. People are creatures. They just want to, they just want to feel appreciated. That's what free agency is, right? Go yeah, get your steak, dinner, be wined and dined. I mean, you already know where you're going to end up, but enjoy the ride, baby. Exactly. Listen, I've never been treated that way. I'd fucking, I want, if I was a podcast free agent, yeah. I could take meetings with Locked On and, you know, everybody, whoever wants, you know, I'm, I'm available. Listen, I, I had a nice, you know, when we came to Blue Wire, you know, I made Samus Fendiari work for that. You had to call me, I had to talk to him for an hour. Sam is a very nice voice. You have to feel wanted. It's in Slovenia. That's what the heat did. Sam, he, Sam took out a bus stand and a bus a bus bench in Kendall Drive to get us. I felt loved. Shout out to Blue Wire. Uh, so yeah, I mean, guys, I, I think I think we're kind of wrapping up soon. Chat. I don't know if you have any any more questions. It looks like things are kind of uh, things are kind of slowing down. You know, we have the Marcus Saul news trickling in that he may he may go to the Lakers. It doesn't seem that the Heat are really linked to him. Uh, Chad, I don't know if you have anything else, and I don't know if you guys want to add anything. Yeah, some somebody in the chat kept asking about like potential starting lineups. Obviously, this is all like uh, with it keeping in mind that, you know, free agency just started. So like this could go so many different ways, but I mean, you're going to look at Jimmy and Bam and Duncan are pretty much the locks uh, Duncan barring any tr- major trades. Uh, but those three, then whoever you, uh, yeah, I, I think Hero's going to start. I think he's, he's probably going to start next season. I, I expect Waron to miss a little bit of time in the beginning for recovering. I don't know how, how long that takes, but I mean, it was only like a month, a month or two ago. Um, that he had the injury, so we don't know how long that's going to take. Uh, and then you probably slot in uh, a big, but I, I honestly believe Hero's going to start. What, you, what about you guys? I think I think that's the move. Probably, you know, I, I I'm not a big Kendrick Dunn guy, uh, and I think you know it's logical that Hero takes that next step, especially playing off of guys like Jimmy and Bam. And I think you know Goron is for sure probably going to be your backup point guard. Uh, kind of score off the bench with whatever other guy they get, right? So if they get Ibaka or Paul Millsap, those guys will certainly start. I imagine the rotation will something be like those guys are going to stay on the court uh, when Goron's on, right? So you're going to give Goron one of those bigs to play with uh, and then, you know, Bam and Jimmy come off or whatever, you know, whatever they decide that they want to do. Makes sense. Alex? You know, I... I think they're going to give Kendrick Nunn every chance to win back the starting point guard role because you do want to feature him. Let's not forget at the end of the day, I think we all expect him to be traded at some point. That's not a shot at Kendrick. It's just, it's just the nature of the beast. So if you can get him to win the starting job at a training camp, I think he's the starter. 
With that being said, long-term goal, even after the trade deadline, I see Hero as your starter, and I'll give you a hot take. I think the second you make him a starter, he's a 20-point-per-game guy. I think that if they can get his value up to a point where he is a desirable player for some team, I think that Kendrick is a guy that has a lot of zip. I think zip is uh, is an important tangible of this game. Uh, and that's, you know, part of that's a meme and part of that's just true. I mean, guys like he's quick, he's athletic, get to the rim, can pull up, right? He has all the makings and on paper of a helpful guard. Just has He has some warts. Um, but I think that he fans are probably harder on him than anybody. Uh, and I, I think that he will for sure get playing time. Um, I don't expect Derek to come back. I hope that they can. They're not going to have Brian roster spot for Solomon Hill, are they? Seems unlikely because uh, right now they still have Crystal on the roster. So I'll fuck that guy. Cut, cut him. Oh, Obviously, you had a precious. Aggressive. <laughs> yeah. What did he ever do to you? Didn't you see I the want, video of him yeah. with his mother? I mean, I want beautiful. Solomon Hill here. Solomon Hill. Listen, Solomon Hill not only likes anime and games, also a young Jeezy yeah. fan, which I learned last night. Now, listen, I am, I am, I am a young Jeezy super fan. Uh, I own Young Jeezy T-shirts. I, I fucking love that guy. My favorite rapper of all time. Uh, Thug Motivation 101 is my favorite album ever. I think the inspiration is the most underrated record ever. That's just awesome. That's just still good. Uh, I watched all of Young Jeezy versus Gucci Man last night. Uh, I'm I'm still fuck Gucci forever. I don't care if they're friends. I fucking hate that guy. I'm I'm like so deep into Young Jeezy lore that I don't give a fuck. You know, fuck that guy. And if I I was I thought that was gonna turn violent last night. Welcome to the Young Jeezy beat, Jesus. Listen, I, I've been waiting to do this show forever. I actually I actually asked today. I go, is it corny if I buy the snowman shirt? Is it corny, guys? If I buy the snow, I mean, I'm listen. I'm a white Hispanic. I I don't. Can I? Can I buy? What do you not? Get the fuck out of here, Lupe. Greater than Young Jeezy. Get out of here with that take. Is it corny if I buy the snowman shirt? I'm gonna pull it up. I'm gonna pull it up for chat, and I'm gonna let you guys. I'm gonna let you guys decide. But I mean, do you guys know of the of the of the of the Young Jeezy snowman shirt? No. Silence. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna pull it up. Yeah. Uh, you know what? I think I saw it on Spotify today too. I listened to the new album today. It was really good. I mean, it, that 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 shit was good. Uh, I liked it. It's no, it's no Doug Motivation One Hundred One. Biggie um, CA said you're simping. I am simping. Listen, I'm a simp. I went, I simp so hard that I flew across the world to simp for a girl. Uh, listen, this is this is no surprise to anybody. Everybody knows this. If if you're a if you're a heapy listener, you follow any of my three Twitter accounts, you know what a fucking simp I am. <laughs> uh, it, was, I, I, it was the the Chris Silva slander for me. That shit came out of nowhere. That this was so aggressive. Took a turn. <laughs> I mean, this, I mean, I just, I'm just okay. I have the, I have the, I have the shirt pulled up for chat. Unfortunately, hold on. I'm, I'm getting, create a screen capture here because I, I really, I really need chat to. Uh, really, I, I want chat to to really determine if uh, if this is corny or not. So let me pull this up. Uh, but listen, I'm I'm a young Jeezy guy. I love him. I've always I've always wanted him. All right, chat. Is this uh, is it corny if I buy this? Can I can I buy this? I'm losing the chat. This vintage snowman tee, thirty five dollars. It's corny. I think it's corny. I thought it was corny. I thought it was corny, but um, uh, but I don't know. 
I, I, I wanted to, I wanted to ask you guys. Is this the first time in uh, Miami Heat beat history that the, the fans would rather hear about the Raptors? Yeah, yeah the chat's out on me. <laughs> chat's out. I mean, I've always wanted one. I mean, since I was in middle school, but I, I just, I just, I, my, my parents wouldn't let me buy it because they realized that the snowman meant cocaine. So 14, 14 year old me <laughs> wasn't really allowed to wear a. I, d- I didn't even know. Yeah, it's the snowman, Brian. I mean, what what else? Do you think young Jeezy's I, I, frolicking I in the snow? Was, I, I thought he was just frosty, like icy, or I don't know, whatever <laughs> that song is. <laughs> That's a cap. <laughs> End the show. Spring is in the air at Littleton Coin Company, and we want to help you brighten your collection. Visit us at littletoncoin.com all month long to enjoy 15% off your purchase. With a wide selection of coins, paper money, supplies, and more, Littleton Coin Company has something for every collector's taste. Use promo code SPRING at littletoncoin.com for 15% off your purchase all month long. Restrictions apply. Littleton Coin Company. Serving collectors since 1945.